0: You don't know because you lost your bones. You lost everything you
1: had. Um, his balls wasn't feeling right. I mean, it's worth it to not get caught for murder. Anyway, skill go.
0: horses uh, do not mesh with um, khaki pants. See, So these are where the questions come from. This yeah. is where it stems from. This is what makes it fun. Welcome back to Creepy Campfire your source for all things strange, the unexplainable, the infamous, and the mysterious. Here are your hosts, Jordan
1: and Ryan. And welcome to another episode of the Creepy Campfire Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan.
0: And me, Jordan.
1: Yep, we are back at it again. Uh, and this time, we are finally bringing you the the long-awaited, much-teased Philadelphia, not, not Philadelphia, Pennsylvania Urban Legends episode. But... Before we get too deep into that, Jordan, how you been? I've uh, been good.
0: Just yeah. uh, working, you know. Mm-hmm. Been another busy week. How about yeah. for you? How was uh? Doing okay. Kill
1: some, some pests. Yeah, taking down some pests. Yeah. Uh, barbecued yesterday. You were over for that. Yeah. Had, had some good old chicken. Oh, grilled chicken. Going to have so a derby party this weekend. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. Yeah, every year we throw a <clears throat> throw a party for the Kentucky Derby. Even though we're out here in California, because why not? It's fun.
0: But uh, besides, it's been... Yeah, it's been... Same old, same old. Same same old old for now. That's just all it is right now. It's working.
1: Yeah, I feel like... A little bit of social time. Just been something every day for like a month, and I'm ready for... I just got back from vacation, but I'm ready for a day of nothing. Another vacation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I guess that's how it goes. So tonight we actually we i think i had mentioned it before uh, where we we had an interview with a listener from central pennsylvania mm-hmm. and we got it and that's why we're doing this uh, this episode finally so we can include that uh, that's going to be at the end of the episode i'll introduce who our mystery guest is who is just another listener like you guys
0: got a little sound bite from him
1: got got a, more than a little but oh, that's quite a good a sound thing bite. yeah <laughs> We'll play that for you guys. Um, it's a personal ghost encounter or spirit of some kind encounter that he had. And he'll go into more detail on that later. But before that, we're going to talk to you about what might be one of the silliest cryptids I've seen so far.
0: It's uh, it's, it's sad. <laughs> it just seems sad.
1: <laughs> sad is the best <clears throat> Best thing for it. It is the squonk. How, uh, how do you spell that? S Q U, O N K. Squonk. Squonk for three hundred, Alex. Not like. S- Squ- <laughs> <laughs> I like your Japanese reference. Uh,
0: so not like Squonch from uh, Rick and Morty. No, 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 no. That's a.
1: I don't even know technically what the full thing of that is, but I don't know what this Squonch is supposed to be. But it was used a lot and not always appropriately. So this squonk. it's true. That's
0: true. <laughs> um, we've got first and foremost, we've got to put a picture of this thing up on. up on the website just to show people i had never heard of it before you said that to me the other day and i didn't think Mm. it was a real thing like at all
1: yeah well it's so it's you know in the pictures that we could put up it's hard to tell because it's very poorly like the descriptions are not typical uh ugly is the only common theme yep but i've heard it described a couple ways and i'll get into that in a second but it reminds me a lot of uh you know what? You know I'm gonna go. I'll read the whole thing first, and then we'll go back. Okay. So, the squonk is a mythical creature that is reported to live in the hemlock forest of northern Pennsylvania.
0: Okay, and I looked that up. Sorry, I just wanted to see what, like, like give people a little area to work mm-hmm. with. It's it's just north of Amberson. Okay. In Pennsylvania.
1: Perfect. Okay. And it was. It's no one has the exact date for the origin of it but it's sightings and reportings of it go back as far as uh, the early early 1900s late 1800s uh, about that far back and it had been mentioned in a couple books uh, one from written by William T. Cox called Fearsome Creatures of the Lumberwoods and during this time it was a the lumber industry was was kind of booming in northern Pennsylvania Mm -hmm. and that's when all this started coming up, which makes kind of a lot of sense. Like, you know, you have a lot of woods that people didn't frequent very much, and then we're going to start cutting things down and mm-hmm. running into some things that we hadn't seen before. I feel like this is like the Eeyore of cryptids. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Pretty much. So the legend holds... 100-acre 100, 100 wood. Yes. <clears throat> so, apparently, this creature's skin is really, like, ill-fitting. It just doesn't... And that just makes me think of just sagging. Like, it yeah. just hangs on it and sags, yeah. and it's not just not supposed to be there um, and it's supposed to be covered in warts and moles and things like that all over and apparently this thing is supposed to be ashamed of itself and it's crying all the time and that's how you find it as you track it down from its literal trail of tears no disrespect to our native american so, audience so this
0: thing is like is it so? It's a, it's what is it? Self-aware? Like I guess it knows just, it knows what it is and hates itself. Or? It
1: looks looks at a cute bird perched on a branch and she's like, "I wish I looked like that." <laughs> so it literally just cries all the time. It Just cries all the
0: time. Um, so it doesn't sound too dangerous. No, it's just sad. Eor- sad. Eeyore is pretty accurate. Eeyore, yeah. Um, I'm looking at a picture of the thing and it makes me want to cry. Like it's, yeah, at least this one, the one that they. Uh it's that's ugly, I feel like. <laughs> but it, but you're right. I mean it's compared to so many different things. I'm looking at other
1: pictures that, you know I've heard people say birds description. Um but like the most common one I see is very similar to like a pig or a wild boar. Well, because uh, they got this
0: like Star Wars looking thing in yeah, here, too. Yeah,
1: it's 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 nasty.
0: Yeah, it's uh I like this one a lot though. It's kinda like timid little shy Jordan, that looks like a flea and
1: poop it looks mixed like, together.
0: It does look like a flea. It does look like a flea, and it's a little protruding. It looks like flea and poop <laughs> put together. <laughs> it's pretty bad. This thing is. Uh, it's not winning any uh, pageants. No pageants. That's for sure.
1: And <clears throat> I don't know how how true this is. I, I saw a couple things on it, but I didn't. I didn't check out like Pennsylvania Wildlife and Game or anything. But apparently, there's supposed to be a season like a hunting season for the squonk squonk. that starts October 1st through the beginning of deer season.
0: So you can hunt squonk like you hunt deer? Yeah, you just got to tag it.
1: You get one squonk a year from what I saw. (laughs) How many of these things are there supposed to be? I don't know. Um, Apparently, so here's the thing, is they're very elusive to catch. It's not too hard to find them, but it's hard to catch them. So then no one will believe you. What did
0: you say about they just turn into...
1: So apparently there was a man named jp wentling that was supposedly able to catch one of the squawks and he just had a sack with him trapped it bagged it up and was carrying it back to town to be like hey look what i found and on his way back to town uh the bag just got lighter and lighter and then it felt like nothing was in it and he was like what the heck's going on he looks in his bag and it's just wet and he's like what where where did it go like it wasn't ripped wasn't torn just soaking wet so apparently this thing will just dissolve into water. It's like it evaporated. Yeah. That's so crazy. The legend goes if you catch it before it starts crying, then you won't like it won't dissolve. <laughs> but <laughs> this thing But sounds then like, once it starts crying, won't it kind of dissolve itself? Hey, I'm just going by the legend. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, <That's> it, <laughs> it's so ugly. <laughs> tough like you want to pull for it. But it's so ridiculous. You do I got got to get this picture off my phone. It's really sad. Um, <laughs> this is cool. It. You know what it reminds me of? Uh, did you watch much King of the Hill?
0: I uh, few here and there.
1: Oh, did you ever watch the one where they were out in the woods and they were messing with the boys like Bobby and uh, and oh, I can't remember his name.
0: Is it like a camping trip?
1: Yeah, and they were like it's something like something season, but it was like a made up animal. And they had him out in the woods trying to catch it, and they actually killed, like, a crane, thinking it was... <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. I, I don't think I had seen that one.
1: <laughs> oh, Snipe. They tried to get them to go Snipe hunting, and Snipe were not a thing. And they killed, like, a like a red heron crane, thinking it was it. But, oh but that's what this thing makes me think of. Especially with, like, a season for it of, like, let's see how many people we can get out trekking the woods for this thing. Mm-hmm. And it's just a... Just a Wild goose chase. I
0: feel like they're going to bring back a lot of deer, not a lot of squonks.
1: Yeah, yeah. Maybe a couple wet bags. Please tag your deal. Please tag your deer. Poaching is not cool.
0: Poaching is not cool.
1: Yeah. Sorry. Uh, little, little PSA.
0: I've never I've never been hunting before. What is tagging?
1: I mean. So, when you when you hunt um, a lot of game, and sometimes this goes for fishing too, uh, you're allowed X amount of animal that season. Okay. Uh, depending on the population. Sometimes it goes up, sometimes it goes down. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a while, but I don't know what the California laws are, but when I was in Kentucky, I think it was like, I think you're allowed one buck and two doe.
0: There's always a cap. Per yeah. season, yeah.
1: So a tag, like you have to like tag, like this is the deer that I'm counting for for the season. Okay. So whenever you kill one, you have to tag it and basically register it with the wildlife and game
0: Don't just hunt willy-nilly? Yeah. Essentially? I gotcha. Okay. Yeah, don't do
1: that. Yeah, not cool. Unless
0: you're hunting squonks, maybe? I don't know, tag your squonks.
1: Just make sure it doesn't dissolve.
0: You're going to end up with it, just a tag. And squonk you're way back. in a bottle. Squonk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, $9.99. Yeah, there you go. Oh, my God, you could market
1: it. Oh, um, Take a squonk out a hunter deer. And squonk
0: soda. Oh, man.
1: <laughs> oh, God, would it be lumpy?
0: I don't know. I feel like it'd be I don't know if you carbonate it, that'd be would it be salty or tears oh salty? <laughs> it's salty with the tears. It's just it's just squonk. It's just squonk tear soda. <laughs> oh my god. Um
1: this has gone off the rails. That's okay. It's It's Urban Legends episode. It's
0: yeah, I know. It's it's more to laugh at. But
1: it's... and this was just so small and I'm just like since we have um this this story you're about to hear at the end of the episode I wanted to do something a little bit lighter And I'd also never heard of this before And I've heard of quite a few Cryptids Cryptids and
0: I was surprised it was considered a cryptid Yeah Cause It doesn't seem very well, like widely known At least, you know, there's, mm-hmm. it's not huge
1: Right So, I was like, let's do something that no one's done And even though there's not a lot of info on it Like, this is the perfect place to plug it so that way
0: yeah, that there was, like, what we read off of this. <laughs> it like, nothing else.
1: So, if you're in Pennsylvania, October 1st, go squonk hunting. Go, you,
0: yeah, please. If you find a squonk...
1: But don't bag it. Please take a picture first a picture, before you bag it.
0: Send it to us. Uh, wipe away the tears first so it looks <laughs> semi in its natural state. <laughs> I mean,
1: I think the tears would be its natural.
0: Wow. Well, <laughs> I know, but we don't want to if just it, post something just ugly and crying on the website.
1: <laughs> if it dissolves though, and it's covered in all these warts, why doesn't it like dissolve itself enough to where it's at least smooth and the warts are gone?
0: Maybe it can only it can only be solid and ugly or liquid. <laughs> <I don't laughs>
1: no know. in between. Poor squonk. I all right. Squonk, man. So we have a we had a response to our call uh, about any listener stories. And it came from Jeff from central Pennsylvania. This is our first. This is our first. And we are very excited about it. Everyone, when we close out the episodes and and we we take the time to tell you, hey, please email us – Please take time to review the show and and give us a rating. Um, share us on your social media. That's not just because we want this exposure and we want to be like the top podcast on Apple Podcasts or anything like that. Like that'd be cool, but we do it. We want that exposure so that way we can run across more people and hear more personal stories. Yeah. Well, luckily Jeff reached out to us, and Jeff actually has a podcast of his own, uh, the Canto Cast. If you're a big Star Wars buff like me. You'll enjoy it, trust mm-hmm. me. So, the Canto Cast. Uh, but Jeff volunteers at a local theater, and he's going to give us some background on the theater and some things he, he has experienced in the theater as well. Um, so, without any further ado, let me play it now.
2: Hello, Creepy Campfire listeners. My name is Jeff. I live in Carlisle, Pennsylvania. I host a Star Wars podcast, it's called the Canto Cast. So, If any of you are also interested in anything geek or Star Wars, you can come by and check out me at the Canto Cast with my co-host, Tristan. And the guys asked me to come on here tonight to talk to you all about a movie theater that I have a part-time job at here in my hometown. It's an old historic movie theater. Um, It's known to be haunted. But of course, when I looked up the history of the movie theater here to let you I'll know a little bit about why it might be haunted i couldn't find anything i've been digging all morning and i really can't find anything about the actual history of performances old performances and stuff like this at the theater um i might have to go to the historical society here in town to really dig but to give you a little background on how historic this theater is it originally opened its doors in may of 1939 so this year we are actually celebrating our 80th birthday um it fell into a state of decline in the in the 70s and they eventually closed the doors in 1986 which is kind of sad because i'm i grew up in the late 70s and 80s and This was the theater I saw my first movie in. This was the theater I saw my first R-rated movie at. So I was really heartbroken when they closed their doors. Um, But they eventually decided, and they got the funding from a volunteer workforce and stuff, and they reopened the doors in 1993. And ever since then, it's been going And the way that we keep our doors open is we have patrons that donate money to us yearly. They donate monthly. They make one-time donations. That's how we really keep our doors open at the theater now. And it is decorated in the 1930s Art Deco, which is pretty cool. It sort of looks like it did when it first opened and not when I used to start going there, because when they reopened, I noticed differences, and it was hard to believe that it was the same theater that I used to go to. Anyway, that's not why I'm here. You guys want to hear about my experiences of the hauntings at this theater that I had. Well, I never really knew it was haunted until... My one coworker, my fellow projectionist, told me one day he go, I told him about something that happened to me there, which you will hear in a minute, and he told me he goes, "Well, you know the theater's haunted and I said, "No, I didn't and he goes, "Yeah, we have a ghost and he just said it just so matter of factly that it just kind of blew my mind I was because I've always been in, in interested in the paranormal and I was a little bit excited but then I started thinking about my experience and I was like holy crap this dude just blew my mind because you know some of the things he described like he told me he told me that he if he has to spend the night at the theater if he gets stuck because of Weather or something like that at the theater He will lock himself in that Projection room And sleep in that projection room overnight He will not sleep anywhere else He will not go down into the theater itself And sleep He will not go down into the lobby Where it's a a very big, spacious, beautiful lobby And sleep We have couches in the lobby And chairs and stuff He will not go down there to sleep because the places that I was told that the ghost's frequent, if you want to say, call it that, is the backstage area, the stage area, the theater, the auditorium itself, and the basement and wardrobe closet in the basement. Now to get to what happened to me one night. I've had two experiences at this theater, and I will share them both with you briefly. I don't want to take up too much time. I'm not sure how much time you guys have allowed me, but I'm just going to keep talking here. Um, the first, My first encounter, the one that I told my fellow projections about, that I came to realize that the theater was haunted. Okay, I was up in the projection room one night working my regular movie chef. And... All of a sudden, I'm just sitting there. All of a sudden, I hear a tapping on the glass of the little portal that us projections look out to see the theater and the screen and stuff. And I'm thinking, I'm like, how is there a tapping on that portal? Unless someone is in the balcony standing on the back of the one of the seats and reaching up and tapping. How is this possible? And the person that's doing this must be very tall because the portal itself is pretty high above the back row of seats. So I walk over, look out, there's no one there. This is maybe a good 45 minutes before the movie starts and they really don't open the front doors and start letting people in until about 30 minutes before the movie starts. So I'm like looking out and there's still no one there. I go back, sit down at the desk in the booth, turn myself back around and continue watching TV. And again, I hear the little knocking on the, the glass. I whip around this time, no one there. And as I start walking over this time to the portal i feel this like like i walked through like i walked in front of an air conditioner it was just a really swift cold blast that got me and i was i just brushed it off and i walked over looked out again there's nothing there and it it happened maybe two or three more times. I didn't think anything of it. The rest of the night because it eventually stopped. And that's the one I mentioned to my coworker. And that's when Fred told me, "Oh, that's just the ghost," and freaked me out. Um, like I said, I've always been interested in the paranormal, but it freaked me up because I was thinking I. After I thought about it a while, I'm like, I just had my first experience here at the theater. Um, the second experience I had happened maybe, oh, maybe a year or so after my first experience. Because nothing happened to me after that. After I found out the theater was on maybe it was, you know, just drug. Something in my head was I was waiting for something to happen now because I knew it was haunted and nothing really did. But this is about a year or so later. I'm again up in the booth, getting ready to for my night, turning on all the equipment, turning on the projector, and um, we have two entrance and exit doors to the booth. The one the main entrance and exit door is frequently used, of course, by me and my fellow projectionists, and the uh, Other door leads down to another part of the second floor area I want to say so those two stairwells are the only ways in and out of the projection booth technically the projection booth is on the third floor dressing rooms performance there's another little black box theater on the second floor of this theater And then, of course, the main floor of the theater is the lobby, concession stand, balcony, and the um, auditorium itself. I shouldn't say balcony. Balconies can't be on the first floor. Sorry about that. And the auditorium. So, um, I'm sitting up there, and all of a sudden, on the far exit door, I call it the far exit door, the one that we hardly ever use. I hear a very uh, distinct knock. Not like a little tapping this time. I heard it, heard and sounded, and really felt like someone knocking on the door. So I walk over there, I open the door, there's no one there. Now, there's no one on the second floor that night when I came up through the second floor light. It was pitch black. There was no rehearsal that night upstairs in the Black Box Theater. There were no college students down there rehearsing anything. They were not there. The only people in the theater were our theater group which was down in the auditorium getting ready to watch the Tonys that night because I was actually broadcasting the Tonys for our theater group on the big screen. They do this every year. So they were the only ones in the theater, and they were down all down in the uh, auditorium getting ready for the Tonys to start. And I was kind of confused. I walked halfway down the stairwell yelling, hello, anyone there? No response. So I came back up, sat back down in my chair. And maybe two, three minutes go by, and again, I hear the three knocks on the door. And I go over, and again, no one there. Go out. I walk, this time I walk all the way down the stairwell, out into the hallway of the second floor, complete darkness there's no one there i'm yelling up and down the hallway hello anyone there stop messing with me this isn't funny so i go back upstairs sit back down i close the door put the deadbolt back on it because we always keep the deadbolt on that door because we never really use it and i sit back down spin myself back around and start watching tv again i hear the knocks And I get up, open the door, knew there wouldn't be anybody there. But this time when I opened the door and I walked out into the stairwell, very cold air. And it just kind of like made me shudder and then made me think about my experience I had with the little portal glass a year prior. Walked back into the booth this time. I didn't say anything when I walked out because I heard the, um, I felt, I I felt the cold. I didn't hear anything. I felt the cold. I walked back into the booth, and this time I turned around, walked out the other exit, walked down the stairwell, walked out, walked all the way down into the theater itself, and went up to the... Theater Group's director Which I knew And I asked him point blank I said Dustin I said has any of your You know People actually Come up to the booth tonight And he goes when He goes we all just got here like 20 minutes ago I said I realize that But has any of your group Actually come upstairs tonight And he said no And I was like, okay. And he saw I I looked a little frazzled. And he asked me, is there anything wrong? And I said, well, I was sitting up there. And I said, three different times. I said, someone came up and knocked on the door. And I said, and every time I got up to go check, there was no one there. And the third time I got up to check, I walked out into the stairwell and walked into like a cold blast of air. And he just... Kind of didn't say anything for a while, and of course, he said the same thing my fellow projectionist said to me. Oh, it must have just been the ghost. He's going upstairs now to check out upstairs. And that just kind of floored me, and kind of getting chills right now, reliving it. So, eh, the rest of the night, I did go back up. It didn't freak me out enough to not go back up and do my job that night, but I did. And nothing else happened the rest of the night. And those were the only two experiences I've ever had at the theater, I'm going to say, so far. But the Ghost has been known, like I said, to frequent the backstage area, the auditorium itself. Uh, and, and those are the only really two places it's known to have experience. Oh, and the basement. I don't know if I mentioned that just now or not. Um, but I've heard another co-worker actually told me after I came forward with my experiences, another co-worker, she told me she had to go downstairs one day to retrieve something out of the wardrobe closet down there. And she had an experience it freaked her out and she will not go back downstairs again she will not go backstage and <clears throat> she only has to go into the auditorium when she has to because she was told those were the three places that the ghost really inhabits so unfortunately they're the only other stories from co-workers and I really not I've never heard any Uh, stories from a local that's, you know, come because mainly they're in the auditorium, even though yes, I said the ghost inhabits the auditorium. um, They really never came forward with any of their experiences. I don't know if they're afraid to because of, you know, being made fun of or being persecuted about. Oh, you believe in ghosts, don't you? Ha ha ha. But um, I've learned to Just be honest now saying yes. I love the paranormal. It fascinates me. I do believe in ghosts. Which gets me to my next thing. To let y'all know about. Um, I think. A ghost. I really do believe. Is someone that's been here before. On this earth. Um, I'm going to share. Another experience I've had. And it was here at home. Um, it's, it would happen. It happened maybe a week after my one uncle passed away. I had an experience thinking, I, I I believe it was my uncle coming back and letting me know he was okay because he did pass away prematurely. There was really nothing wrong with him. He went in the hospital for a routine checkup and ended up never coming out of the hospital. Um, But he, I believe he came back to let me know he was okay. I really didn't see anything. It was just something I heard whispered in my ear when I was wide awake and watching TV here in my living room with my wife. And it just affected me so deeply that I just started crying just sitting there in my chair watching TV. And My wife had asked me what was wrong. I told her nothing at first, but then I finally told her the truth because I was even afraid to tell her because of you know being called oh you're just silly you're something's playing with your mind but anyway I really do believe that ghosts are people that have been here before I don't believe all ghosts are evil but I do believe that some ghosts are evil and some do mean harm but I don't believe all ghosts are evil um we i believe we do go something does happen to us after we die it 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 has, this this can't be all that there is i believe there is you know something out there beyond death not sure what it is yet um but it there's something and we're all going to find out one day um these experiences really haven't change the way i behave at the theater i think it just makes me more alert and attuned to you know the my surroundings at the theater every little sound now i'm questioning going what was that was that the air conditioner was that the projector what was that so yeah it it has changed my behavior in that way but i'm not afraid to go into work it hasn't gotten to that point. I don't know if if this ghost is, you know, malicious or not. And if it is, the only thing it's malicious about is messing with people, and playing around with them. So I don't know. my My guess is the ghost used to be an actor, maybe at the theater that maybe passed away at the theater. Not necessarily in an accident, maybe, I don't know, maybe he just died there. Who knows? But unfortunately, like I said, I can't find any of that kind of history on the computer. I might, Like I said, I'm going to go down to the Historical Society one of these days, because basically it's almost right across the street from the movie theater, and do some research. So... That is basically my experiences and my feelings on ghosts and whatnot, and hopefully sometime in the future, the guys could have me back on live this time, and I can actually tell you some experiences I had in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, which I frequent often, and when people say Gettysburg, that's pretty much, everyone's like, oh, that's... You know, Civil War. That, that I heard that place is haunted, and I have had one experience in Gettysburg. But my friend's daughter, she's had multiple experiences in Gettysburg, and hopefully, I can get some of those out of her, and she will allow me to share them with you someday. But other than that, I think. I- I'm done here and hopefully you enjoyed it. Hopefully I didn't stammer too much through it, trying to remember some things, but hopefully y'all enjoy it. And guys, thanks for having me on. I'm really loving your show. Keep up the great work and, you know, stay toasty.
1: So Jordan, what'd you think of that? That was really cool. I just
0: appreciate Jeff for sending that in. Absolutely. Give us a little taste. Um, the, the interactions themselves uh, seem really similar as far as, like, what happened both times. But that's kind of funny that everybody's just like, ah, oh, it's just the ghost.
1: Right. It's <laughs> just the
0: resident ghost. But, you know, I, I feel
1: like I hear that quite a bit. Like, I've even heard that in people's homes. Like, oh, yeah, we got a ghost named Charlie. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, don't think you should be that calm about it. Is that socially acceptable?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Um... And I'm, I feel kind of bad for him because he was saying that every every little sound that's that's unfamiliar now or, like, movement mm. there is – he thinks is potentially the ghost coming back or whatever.
1: Well, and, you know, it might not even be totally out of fear just as, like, oh, maybe I can, like, actually catch a glimpse this time. That would be cool. Uh, but we, we definitely appreciate Jeff for sending that in to us. And, again, uh, give his podcast a shot if you're a, you're a Star Wars fan and – yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it a lot. I really appreciate him giving us the history on the theater. Yeah. Um, I mean, he pretty much did one of our episodes himself. Mm-hmm. Give us himself. the background. Yeah, like he was like a foreign correspondent, yeah. more more than just a viewer. We really appreciate that.
0: Oh, you did great, Jeff. Thank you.
1: <laughs> and, again, that's why we – Really, just welcome you guys to to follow in Jeff's footsteps. If you have a story like that, please bring it in. We'll interview you. We'll have you come on like Jeff did. If you just want to record something on your own, um, even if you just want to send us an email, and you're not comfortable like speaking and recording yourself, and it makes you nervous, and you want us to read it, we can do that. Yeah, we can talk about it. Absolutely. Once um, we
0: update our tech a little bit, maybe we can do like a little Skype session or something. Yeah, definitely. And stuff like that.
1: So that's why we we really ask you guys to take a moment, give us a rating, give us a review on, on Apple Podcast, And any uh, kind of feedback. Yeah. Absolutely. Because that's just it's what spreads the word and makes brings more people into the campfire so they can feel welcome. Definitely. That's so, what it's all about. Jordan, other than leaving us a review, what can they do to get a hold of us?
0: They can reach us at creepycampfirepodcast at com.
1: Absolutely. That's uh, the number one. I check that daily. Yeah. So creepy campfire podcast at gmail.com.
0: Yeah. If you're not on there, I am. We are on top of that. Um,
1: so there, Weebly or no um, Podbean. Podbean is our host site. Yeah, they can. You can leave reviews there as well and make comments and stuff there. The email is well, probably not. the like number one, as far as if you want to get direct contact with us. Definitely. And if you want to support the show, the rating reviews or are, is the easiest to do because it's free and if you're listening on an iPhone, it's right there on your iPhone. Mm-hmm. And if you want to support in any other way, I don't even look that look at this as supporting us. I think it's just something cool for you guys. Uh, we do have merch up now. So it, there's a really long web link to it that I'm not going to say here, but it's in the show notes. So if you look at the show notes, uh, we have a link to all our merch and I think that about does it for this week. I won't tease next week because it's not nailed down and I don't want to tell you something and then flip it.
0: I uh, you not sure what it's going to be yet?
1: No, not yet. Are you sure what yours is going to be next?
0: My next one? No, I don't know. Gotcha. We will get there. Oh, yeah. Um, but where um where do what do you think you want to do for the next um urban legend you just want to do whoever's like biggest that week or
1: i'm not sure we'll we'll keep it going um if if any state just jumps up and listens uh them or just the next one down the list that's got the most downloads
0: yeah i feel like we should definitely try to do one from each state first
1: Mm -hmm. oh yeah then we'll branch out go back yeah but for now, we, we've done quite a few – feels like we've done quite a few Urban Legends recently. Uh, but we promised you this one, and we've been holding back on it. So as soon as we got in what we needed, I wanted to put it out for you. Mm-hmm, uh, put that interview in. So we'll take a little break. We'll do do our our typical episodes for a little bit now, and then we'll come back with another one eventually. Oh, yeah. So I'm thinking probably Time Slips is going to be my next one. I'm just trying to figure out which Time slip story I want to do.
0: Is there a lot to choose
1: from? There's a few. There's a few. There's one There's one main one that people pull from. Um, I'm debating if I want to do that or or a Some little more obscure. Yeah, a little lesser known. Gotcha. So that's what I'm thinking. That's what's on the plate. That way sounds like fun. Yeah. So you heard it from Jeff. He did the little sign off. Yeah. Now you're going to hear it from us again. All right, guys. Everybody, until next time, stay hey toasty. toasty.